And good afternoon, GRN listeners across the South and Central Texas listening area. This is your live and local program. This is In His Vineyard. I'm Sean, your host for the program every Monday at noon. I'm also your general manager for the Guadalupe Radio Network's South and Central Texas listening area. Thank you to everyone tuning in from Marble Falls, Fredericksburg, Kerrville, Uvalde, and right here in good old San Antonio. We're grateful that you've decided to spend this hour joining us and getting caught up on all things Catholic in South and Central Texas. And joining me, uh, my special uh, co-host for the day uh, is Mr. Dan Seveny. Uh, so Trish couldn't be here today, so uh, she is in our thoughts. Uh, but my man Dan is here, uh, you know, riding shotgun with me. Uh, so thank you so much for, for taking time out of your busy schedule, Dan, to join us today. How are you? my friend i'm doing very well and i'm excited to be with you again you know for the invite well you did uh such a great job during the shareathon a couple weeks back and we thought that we'd bring you back on you know by by i guess uh demand popular (laughs) demand i guess they call it we'll take it we'll take it that's great i'm excited to be here on a special day too so this is uh this is a great experience amen so uh, again on this program uh, we do try to bring you a variety of informative discussions highlighting different people ministries and events going on in the archdiocese of san antonio and parts of the diocese of austin uh today we've got the pleasure uh, of you know speaking to grn vice president Richard Reina. Uh, he is actually participating right now at this moment uh, with many other faithful Catholics. There's probably over a hundred people participating in the annual, um, you know, Our Lady of Guadalupe pilgrimage walk. Uh, and again, that kicked off, uh, you know, probably just uh, a couple hours ago. Uh, they 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 begin, you know, with with beautiful mass celebration. Uh, you know, a blessing for for safe uh, a, a safe, uh, you know walk uh, and such but yeah so so many people out there right now braving the storms here in uh, san antonio we've got the misty weather it's wet outside uh, and again uh, there's still so many faithful um, you know faithful devotion uh, you know d- devote you know so many faithful catholics with the devotion a great devotion to our lady guadalupe uh, who participate in this uh, annual pilgrimage walk uh, this year uh, the pilgrimage walk Started uh, at Our Lady of Holotus and or excuse me, Our Lady of Guadalupe in Holotus, and will be you know uh, you know finishing up there at Our Lady of Guadalupe on El Paso Street uh, here in San Antonio. So uh, you know wonderful, what a wonderful you know way to to honor Our, Our Lady of Guadalupe, uh, patroness of of the Americas. You, you know it's just a, a beautiful thing, and we're gonna have a chance to to talk to to Richard. Um, you know while he's out there, we're gonna talk to him probably in just a um, a few minutes or so uh, to see what it's like out there. Area and get the feel um, of what it's like to, to be out there in, in these conditions, but you know the prayer intentions that are be are, are being prayed for uh, and, and so much more. Uh, and of course, you know, with that, we're also going to talk, uh, you know, with with Dan here uh, about the you know retreat to Bethlehem uh, inaugural event that that took place uh, you know this weekend. Uh, he's still got uh, more more programs uh, in, in store. We've got three more dates set up, uh, you know, for the retreat to Bethlehem event. Uh, it's an Advent event. It's a wonderful event that I, I got a chance to participate in um, and and get to experience, you know, over the weekend. We'll talk more about that. Uh, so, but before we get to those conversations, uh, let's go ahead and get today's program started the way that we should do all things, and that is in prayer. Uh, and as we pray, uh, let us ask the Lord to make his will known to us 
and pray for that grace to accomplish his will in loving obedience. So join me wherever you might be. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear God, may everything we do begin with your inspiration. Continue with your help and reach perfection under your guidance. With your loving care, lead all of us in our daily actions. Help us to persevere in love and sincerity. Bless us with an abundance of courage in proclaiming your holy name and the teachings of your church. Grant us the grace to do your will in loving obedience. Heavenly Father, keep us under your constant protection and draw us and our families and our loved ones ever closer to you. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. St. Joseph, protector of Holy Church. Pray for us. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So uh, just to get y'all caught up on uh, you know, some, some things, uh, we've got some thank yous to, to, to get out there. Um, so this is the first program since uh, we finished the, the Share-a-thon. Uh, we didn't have a program last weekend or last week. Uh, so I want to be sure to thank everybody who who tuned in, who called in, uh, and made a, a pledge or offered prayers uh, or passed the word along that we were doing. Uh, you know the, the shareathon. All of it goes a long way, and it went a very long way uh, in allowing the the Guadalupe Radio Networks, um, you know, all all our stations um, and all our markets uh, to hit our overall overall goal, uh, you know, during that Sherathon. So we are extremely grateful. Uh, I got some, you know, preliminary, uh, you know, information to me uh, back on Friday afternoon. Uh, looks like uh, South and Central Texas listening area. So that station that you're tuning into right now, part of that beautiful, uh, you know, South and Central Texas, uh, you know, listening area uh, had 283 uh, called in, you know, donations. That's not even counting probably, you know, those donations that were made online or, or anything like that. So That's that's amazing. Uh, yeah, it, it was certainly, a, you know, it was certainly um, an awesome, you know, time to, to be able to see the the support being poured in. And, and if anybody of you, you know, and I'm sure many of you were, were tuning in in that last hour on, on Friday were uh, probably received a, a text message from, from Richard, received a text, text message uh, from us. We were trying to get to a, a total, uh, you know, call uh call volume of 800 you know calls and you know we we i think we did uh 800 and and a, you know 825 or, or something like that so it was it was super awesome to be part of that and again just a a true deep Heartfelt thanks, uh, you know, to all of you tuning in, uh, you know, who who support what we do. Uh, you've heard me say it, and you're, you'll continue to hear me say it. Um, we are completely relying on not just divine providence, uh, but your outstanding, you know, s- support, um, you know, to help keep our radio airwaves uh, Catholic across the, you know, not just the South and Central Texas listening area, uh, but all across uh, the Guadalupe radio network. Um, so again, thank you very much. Uh, also for me, my wife and I had the opportunity uh, over the weekend, as I mentioned in the in the opening, uh, to attend the retreat to Bethlehem that Sanctus Ranch, uh, you know, hosted that, uh, you know, through, through your mind, through your thoughts, and uh, of course, you know, Dan here, uh, the, the uh, there was a lot of of moving parts, of course, you know that that went along with that. But it was great to take part in that, Dan. So I, I'm glad uh, that you actually did it. I know there was some ups and downs. There were some challenges. There was weather that we were dealing with, right. uh, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit. But you know, just a wonderful time to to get out there and really prepare our hearts for the coming of our Savior that we celebrate, uh, you know, in the Christmas season. I think so many times in our culture, uh, we get to, we, you know, the, the lines of, you know, where, where Christmas 
Christmas begins and where Christmas ends, you know, it gets very much blurred. Uh, and Advent seems to get forgot about uh, in, in most times. It's almost like we treat Christmas as a final destination. It's not. It really is uh, the beginning. But before we get there, we have this uh, th- this wait, this anticipation, this uh, expectant, uh, you know, waiting. Uh, and I think you you really did a, a great job. And everyone out there, you know, for your family, all the volunteers that did great. And again, as I mentioned, we'll, we'll talk more about that as uh as we get into more of that conversation uh but that was that was great to be part of so some things that are uh that are just uh kicking off uh the GRN car raffle most of you have already uh received your your postcard in the mail um and again, so the GRN car raffle is back and and uh, we are uh in the swing of it so uh, if you would like to go ahead and purchase your raffle ticket, I will give you the details uh, in just a minute about that. But I do want to talk about what it is that uh, you have the chance at, at winning this year. Uh, so the South and Central Texas market uh, actually has had the two uh, previous car raffle winners from our market. Uh, so we had Clarissa uh, last year and the year before that, Miss Jeannie. Um, you know, and how awesome is that, that, you know, there in February, we're going to get to call somebody uh, and let them know. That they they want a you know they want not just any car but uh, this year it's going to be a Mercedes Benz a 2023 Mercedes Benz CLA 250 in polar white Mm -hmm. Uh, so the drawing takes place February 24th uh, and get this so you know if if you thought you know we you know your chance at winning a Mercedes uh, you know is probably great to none that's not the case at all. I mean, you really have a, a, a shot at this. Tickets are only $25, all right? So $25 a ticket. Uh, but if you purchase five, you know, that's only going to cost you 100 okay? So $25 a ticket or buy or, or you get five for a hundred bucks. So in essence, it's uh, a buy four, get one, you know, you know, free or, or whatever the case, you know, however you want to call that. But uh, if that's uh, if that allows you to remember it uh, much better, th- that's exactly what you're going to get. 25 bucks for one ticket or you get five for a hundred bucks. So again, please, uh, you know, please help us out. That helps us get through these, these you know, these winter months uh, and, and such and carry, you know, basically uh, carries us on until, uh, you know, the, the next time that you know we we host another Sherathon in the spring, so uh, but and it's another way, uh, of course, not just to you know help support uh, you know Catholic Radio and the GRN, uh, but man, this is your chance to you know go you know to to ride into the new year in really in some style. Now uh, again, without the exception or with the exception of uh, maybe you know having a friend or so that owns a Mercedes, and I don't have too many friends that owns Mercedes. I never you know I. I wouldn't have a chance at this because I can't participate. My family can't participate. So maybe Dan, you can, you know, maybe pers- I can. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked good at the ranch. I got to be honest. I'm looking over your shoulder here. It's a, it's a nice looking car. It, it is a nice looking ride. Uh, for information on that, you can go to the website, grnonline.com, uh, and scroll down, uh, till you see the, uh, you know, the information for the 2023 GRN car raffle. Uh, we've got some, uh, you know, Sale events that we're going to be, uh, you know, participating participating in. Uh, I'm locking down those dates now, so you will hear more about that from me. Uh, so that's going to be awesome. Uh, and of course, you know, we've got the save the dates uh, that went out. 
for the, hey, believe it or not, the 2023 Fishers of Men event already. Uh, yeah, so uh, if you've got the, you know, if you got the email that I sent out, uh, if you got the postcard that I sent out, the save the date postcard, so this, uh, the Fishers of Men event, the 2023 Fishers of Men event is gonna take place April 13th at Holy Trinity Banquet Hall, and I'm super excited. Uh, this is the second one uh, that I'm planning, right? This is my third one that I've been you know, I get to be a part of, but it's awesome because not only are we going to bring in uh, Monsignor Charles Pope, uh, he's pastor at Holy Comforter and St. Cyprian Catholic Churches uh, in the Archdiocese of Washington, D.C., and I know a, a lot of people tuning in right now are probably familiar with uh, Monsignor Pope because of his, uh, he's been a longtime uh, contributor, uh, you know, with, with EWTN and other Catholic media outlets uh, and such, but he's been a contributor to, you know, our Sunday visitor uh, in the past and National Catholic Register on and on. But this, I mean, this man, uh, his, he's a very vibrant um, and effective speaker. Uh, he is also, you know, I did an interview with him, uh, you know, for the fall share uh, you know, about, you know, the, the soul. I mean, he's just very, you know, very smart, uh, in, in matters of faith and a very holy priest. And we're excited to bring him in. Uh, but I'm also equally excited because we're going to be recognizing this year. All right. Well, this coming year, uh, as our fishers of men, um, honoree, uh, his excellency, Bishop Gary Yonick, auxiliary bishop here in the Archdiocese of San Antonio. Uh, and if anyone uh, tuning in has had the opportunity to, uh, you know, hear, uh, Bishop Yonick's speak, celebrate mass and hear his homilies. Uh, he is very active uh, in, in the community. He's been very active with the San Antonio, uh, you know, young Catholics. Uh, he's been very active in the pro-life community. I mean, he's the director of vocations for the archdiocese. I mean, he is really everything that we could hope to, to find in, in a true fisher of men. And uh, I think it's going to be great to be able to gather on that evening uh, to help us recognize him and being able to live out his vocation uh, and his call of being that fisher of men. So, again, you'll hear more about that. Uh, as time uh, you know comes again, but to, uh, I'm just letting you know that now today, so you could save the date, uh, registration information, all that will be you know coming in uh, in you know later weeks. Uh, and of course, uh, I want to do I want to do a plug for uh, Saint Peter, Prince of the Apostles, Catholic Church. Uh, they've got a Dece- this weekend, uh, December 16th, their uh, Christmas dance and barbecue taking place uh, from 6:30 p.m. to 10 p.m. in the parish hall. Uh, this is only thirty dollars per person. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. Uh, there's going to be a silent auction and raffle and an ugly uh, Christmas sweater uh, you know, contest. Uh, this is a brisket and sausage uh, you know, barbecue event with a dance. You're going to have live music by Trey Gonzalez uh, and Rising Country. Uh, all proceeds go to St. Peter's Parish and School. So again, if you want to find something to do and you want to have a good time, uh, I think that would be great for everybody to, to look into. You can visit uh, you know, their website, at Saint, well, I don't even have the website here, but I will post that in the comments uh, here uh, on Facebook. But it's Saint. Just look up Saint Peter Prince, uh, San Antonio, and it'll direct you to the uh, to the website. Uh, and also, I want to you know put a plug in for Saint Joseph. Uh, they're in Honey Creek. Uh, they're doing a parish mission with Father Michelle, uh, titled "Start Where You Are: uh, Make Advent a Transformative Journey Toward Christmas." And that's really what this is about, right? That's what the Advent season really is about. 
is you're journeying toward Christmas. So this is a two night event, uh, you know, beginning on December 14th, uh, which is uh, Wednesday. So Wednesday and Thursday, uh, you know, 7 p.m. Uh, right after evening mass in the day chapel. So for this year's Advent Parish mission, Father Michelle offers uh, to lead us to the heart of the ordinary to discover the profound meaning of Advent and help us contemplate the mystery of the incarnation in all its splendor. Uh, this is an opportunity that will you know, that each and every one of us uh, is invited to grasp, to ready our hearts for the coming of Christ. So please let's make uh, the time to to allow, uh, you know, this Advent season to sink deeply uh, into ourselves, reorient our lives uh, to the world uh, and reconnect uh, with our yearning for God. So start where you are, uh, make Advent a transformative journey uh, toward Christmas. Again, December 14th and December 15th, there at St. Joseph in Honey Creek. Uh, and again, with that being said, I think it's time that we can go ahead and uh, connect with, uh, you know, GRN Vice President uh, Richard Reyna, uh, who is joining us uh, actually on site in the weather. Uh, Richard, are you there with us, senor? I sure am. Can you hear me okay, Sean? <laughs> yeah, well, I hear you loud and clear. All right. So I, I want to, first of all, you know, thank you for being such an incredible witness of, of faith, uh, you know, to, to be able to brave the elements, to, to brave the, the weather out there. And not just that, but I mean, the distance, you know, I had the chance to do this with you, uh, you know, last year. And we're not talking about, you know, like a 5K. We're not talking about, you know, like a, a mile and a half or anything like that. We're talking about 18 miles that you're going to be walking and pilgrim, you know, doing along with, um, you know, probably over a hundred pilgrims, I'm certain, uh, doing this with you. How, how are you feeling, Richard? It's funny you say that because I thought I'd be blowing through this really easily, but uh, I'm actually starting to get a little bit tired. Uh, it's going downhill. We're, we're, right. we're starting from our Lady Guadalupe Catholic Church in Holotus, and you would think going downhill would be easier, but I guess it's a different muscle group and using your thighs a bit more. And, uh, <laughs> I'm starting to feel it already. I'm, on, I'm about to finish rosary number three. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, for all of y'all listeners out there, of course, for all the their prayer intentions that y'all shared with me, uh, for the GRN, all the families uh, the, of the GRN, supporters, you know, everybody that's out there. I, I love praying for people's intentions. And, and as I'm finishing off this, and I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm getting a little tired. I actually had to walk behind one of the shopping centers here because on the road, it's crazy loud. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure... You, you couldn't hear me, but uh, yeah, I'm just I'm still moving because if I stop, <laughs> I'm not going to get going. Again. <laughs> well, you still got a long way to go, right? I mean, y'all y'all kicked off how long oh, yeah. ago? I'm not even to 410 yet. Um, I still have about a mile away from 410. Um, but it's going all right. It's going all right. Yeah. <laughs> but you are on the inside of Loop 1604 already. You've already made it that far. Uh, yes, yes. I'm inside 1604, just about a mile away from 410, from the outside of 410, I should say. Um, and the shopping center right here just started. Well, you know, um, so today I've got uh, a special guest host, uh, you know, oh, Mr. Yeah, Dan. Dan Tevin, yeah, that's course. right. That's right. I, I'm sure he's got some questions for you, too. Hey there, Richard. How yeah, are well, you? Well, I've got Dan in my prayers, of course, for his event and all the wonderful things that they're doing out there at Sanctus Ranch. Uh, well, Dan, what's up? That's wonderful. I saw as I was making my way down here today, I saw lots of pilgrims going through Holotus and they were jockeying around construction and trying to make their way. So how many folks do you think are with you today? Uh, between 300 and 400 is my guess. I mean, I'm not sure how many, how many people the Paris holds, but I'd say it was about three quarters full for Holy Mass this morning. Um, wow. Yeah. So, so That's pretty really incredible. Is. So you must have gotten out in the lead. I kept looking for you, but I didn't see you. <laughs> I was trying to dodge folks in traffic. Um, but that's wonderful that there's so many folks that are out there praying for this. Now, how many years have you, have you been doing this pilgrimage? 
You know, my wife asked me, and I think I'm at seven, eight. I'm not sure that's around there. I, I lost count, but I'm just so thrilled that you offered on the air live to walk with me next year instead of instead of Sean, of course. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I actually said to my wife, I said, we should do that. And she said, well, honey, don't you remember one year I did it, but you said no. So now that's Ooh. a challenge and I'll accept <laughs> it and I will join you next year. Awesome. My, my wife joined me this year. This is the third time. And Elijah, my son, of course, he's doing it and he's booking it. So he's way up there. You know, the young kid, 17 years old, just it's fine, full of energy. Well, just remember, you know, the older we are, the greater the sacrifice and the greater the graces that can be bestowed on us for doing it. Oh, amen. This mortification stuff, yeah, I'm getting a good handle on it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let me ask you something, Richard. Uh, you've been doing this, you know, uh, you're saying, you know, seven times now. Uh, I had the pleasure of doing it, you know, last year. What motivates you to keep doing this? I mean, obviously, you know, you, you got the miles, uh, you know, that, that you think about. You think about the, 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 the aches and pains afterwards, but you continue to do this and you continue to see people uh, do this. Why, why is that, you think? Uh, I do it because I, I love doing things serving the people, and, and Sean, you get this, we GM Guadalupe Radio, five beautiful stations, people are always asking you for prayers, and they still continue to ask me for prayers. Of course, when I ask for prayer intentions, they, they, they come in a flood, in a wave, um, but praying for everybody that's out there. During this Advent season, so many people struggling, you know, they call it the winter blues, but people remembering the loved ones that they lost, you know, everybody's asking for prayers, and if I could do my little part to help uh, ease their, take on some of their burdens and pray for them to help them in these situations, uh, I'll do it. And I don't care they're just in South and Central Texas or they're all over the, the United States like the rest of our GRN family. But I, I love praying for people. Plus, you know what we do. You know how hard it is. So mm-hmm. I, right back at him, I say, please pray for me. Please pray for us. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's why I love doing it. Well, and Richard, you know, as you are walking down, you know, these main highways and, and people are seeing you, what an incredible witness that is to our city, huh? It is. I love it. I'm telling you, I wish one day there'd be a line of people from one end to the other, just, I mean, walking the whole way. It just, it's, it's so, it really is an awesome sight. You're looking one way, looking down, you see all the people in front of you. You turn around, hopefully not to trip, and look back, and you see all these people behind you, all praying. We, we actually joined up with a, a seraphic sister who's, who moved up from Poland to here. And, uh, you know, Father Scott Janicek from Alayda Guadalupe connected us, and we, she's on fire, man. She's, she's Sister Emmanuel. And we're having a blast with her, and we're praying with her. We're praying the rosary in English, praying in Latin, trying to pray correctly in Spanish, and it just, everybody's full of joy. That I love. So 17 miles, 18 miles, praying. Yeah, we're not worth the beginning, so we're still on fire, but uh, it is really <laughs> awesome. You know, if I can ask you, Richard, you know, as, as, you, as you continue to make your walk, uh, as you continue to pray, um, you know, are, are people, are, are people, you know, coming up to you and I mean, perfect strangers, you know, joining in your, in, in your prayers. I know last year when we, we would pray, uh, the rosary, uh, I mean, I don't even know how many rosaries that we prayed. I think you said that you've done a, a handful already. Uh, but I think one of the experiences that I, I really enjoyed were you would have complete strangers and this, this, this event, this pilgrim walk is really a way for, I mean, You've got faithful uh, Catholics from from ev- all across the archdiocese, you know, coming together, and you're praying with complete strangers, sharing this one Catholic faith, right? I mean, what's that like? It is incredible. Of course, Sean, you know that most people, you know, you and me simply by our voices. So when people join us and they start praying with us, it's so funny when you hear them whispering, and my wife says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Somebody asked or said something like, "That guy sounds like the guy from Catholic Radio." And I was, he, he just let him know that. He sounds like a Catholic radio guy. Of course, I'm, I'm laughing because it's you or it's me. And it's fun, but it's truly 
uh, a joy to see everybody come together and pray. They hear us praying the rosary. I mean, it's funny. They ask, can we pray with you? I'm like, yeah. So we start praying. We start getting louder. Of course, the traffic is loud, so I, I start deep into my voice so it carries longer. <laughs> it, it, it's a beautiful experience. I encourage all of you all out there next year on December 12th to plan ahead. I'll start putting posts, posts on Facebook and reminding you, do a little training walk here and there, but it's, it's, you get going. As you can tell, the, the adrenaline is still pumping through me, yeah. so I'm, 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 I'm doing it. So. so are you familiar with uh, the, you know, the, the, I guess, the schedule of events going on? I, I heard that uh, His Excellency Archbishop Gustavo is going to be celebrating Mass uh, there uh, this evening at Our Lady of Guadalupe uh, on El Paso Street. Uh, are you familiar? That with- is correct. Okay. Yes, that is correct. At 6 o'clock. I think most of the programs, they start hitting uh, the parish at about 2, 2.30, 3 o'clock. So they, of course, offer a meal. They have some tamales. That's part of my motivation. <laughs> I, have a, <laughs> I have a weakness for tamales. Um, but, uh, yeah, they start gathering there. They, they, they relax a bit. And His Excellency Archbishop Gustavo will be celebrating that, that 6 o'clock Mass in honor of Our Lady of Guadalupe. So. No, that that sounds great. Uh, also, uh, something that that came to mind. Um, I think this is like the thirty fourth, um, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, been, I think so. Yeah, I it's been so. like over thirty years, right? Uh, that that they've been doing this. Uh, so as we, you know, as we celebrate today, uh, you know, the the feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. I just want to ask you a little bit uh, your own personal, you know, uh, you know your own um, devotion to to Our Lady. I know uh, you, your family, a beautiful family, have such a great devotion uh, to to Our Lady. Uh, but what is it like for you uh, and for the family to be able to, you know, as Dan was saying, to be a public witness uh, to Our Lady Guadalupe uh, on her feast day today? An uh, easy way to put it is to give me the warm fuzzies. But I love it because I keep remembering that that quote from our Blessed Mother when she told uh, Juan, Juan, bless, Juan Diego, St. Juan Diego now, um, what do you have to worry about? Am I not here who I am your mother? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a constant reminder. We, we don't need to be worried about things. God's in control. We just do our part to remain faithful to the gospel, the teaching of the church, Holy Mother Church, to keep spreading the good news, and there's no need to worry. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, it's big for us, so we love doing it. No, amen. How do we? How are the kids? You know, when did you first introduce uh, actually, the, the family? Doing it this year because she's going to school. But Elijah, uh-huh. Elijah's booking it. I mean, he's loving it. He's got a friend of his um, <laughs> doing it right now. They're, they're Santiago. They call him Iago, and they're loving it. He's texting me every few minutes. Let me know when you get to this point. Let me know when you get to that point. Because of course he he likes showing off about how young and how and how muscly he is. Yeah, right. In shape, but I'll catch it. Don't worry, I'll catch it. <laughs> those young bucks, I tell you, you know, and uh, those fresh legs for for sure. Uh, I want if you could, you know, for those tuning in, kind of if you can, you know, maybe not just uh, but maybe paint the picture a little bit. Obviously, you know, you're out there. Uh, people are honking, uh, but you know, they they've got rest stations, right? I mean, you don't necessarily have to continue to push yourself. Correct. I mean, what's that like? Yeah, they've got water stations. I'm not sure if you officially call them aid stations. These, these are people's vehicles. They're not officially sanctioned, uh, but they've got the back of their vehicles open or a truck. They've got water, mm-hmm. bananas, oranges, snacks, uh, you name it, all kinds of stuff uh, for you to keep going. So there's no worry there. Um, but it is, again, the community coming together. You see these people out here with the, with the beautiful shirts with Our Lady Guadalupe on there, and their, their caps, the green caps is the color for this year. So they're stationed all the way along the route, so you're not by yourselves. Awesome. Richard, let's say that somebody's listening right now and they're inspired and they just say, boy, I wish I was doing that. You know, can they join you guys somewhere along the way? Say that last part again. The can they, can they join you guys someplace along the way? Is there a rendezvous spot in 30 minutes that they can jump in and yeah, play with you? Yeah, in 30 minutes, I'll be at 1604, I'm sorry, 410 and Bandera. If you want to drive over there and park there and join with me, that's great. 
Um, I'm sure a lot of us are just catching rides with other people that have left their vehicles downtown, and uh, we'll bring you back. But join us over there. Come on. What are you waiting for? That'd be great. If you're listening, you got some time. That sounds awesome. Uh, hit, if- hit. Dan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds great, Richard. And uh, we've got just a, a couple of minutes, uh, you know, before we go to our first break. I want to ask you, uh, you know, real quick for all those, uh, you know, tuning in. Uh, what are some of the the fruits that you, you find, uh, you know, after people have have participated in this, uh, you know, in this pilgrimage walk? Um, you know, what are some of those fruits that you hear people talking about? Because I know you're, you're a friendly dude. All right. And you like to talk to people. What are some of those fruits that you, uh, you know, that, that you've heard? people speak about uh, after completing this this pilgrimage walk oh man the, the joy the joy the spirit of course you look at a lot of us and physically we're tired yeah. but you see people smiling yeah and they're walking like oh man oh man that hurts where'd that muscle come from but yeah. they're smiling they're full of joy that they did it of course and i always tell them feels good to pray for your friends and your loved ones right and they and you can see their eyes light up like yeah they did this they endured it they had good prayer time even with all the noise being able to block all that out and to pray People are just—it's a neat feeling, folks. If you're looking for that little, that little joke, that little pick me up, that little uh, to to be in line with Gaudete Sunday uh, uh, during this Advent season, just that rejoicing. Come on out here, uh, join us, jump in halfway, and uh, you'll get that. You'll feel it, and it's neat to see that in people's faces because literally, we're all tired, <laughs> but we're smiling. So. Well, I'm so glad that uh, you decided to interrupt your pilgrimage walk. I know uh, it's a very prayerful time for you. Uh, like you said, I mean, there are so many rosaries that are prayed. There are so many Divine Mercy chapels that are prayed, so many intentions to be prayed for. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, like like you've talked about, how important it is for us to, to pray for one another. So uh, thank you so much for doing this, Richard. Thank you so much for, for your public witness of being such a, a man of faith. All right. Well, you're very welcome. And all of you, again, uh, I'm praying for you, praying for your intentions. We love you dearly, our listeners, our donors. Uh, God bless you. Please keep us in your prayers. And happy Advent. Happy Advent to you, sir. We will see you. Are you going to be back in the office all uh, iced up or iced down? I'm driving out to Midland tomorrow morning to meet up with the folks there in Midland, <laughs> our GRN headquarters, just to do some... More business, so amen oh, well. to that. Well, you will be in our prayers along with all the pilgrimage or all the pilgrims out there. So uh, just know that uh, we are praying for all of you. Okay. Amen. Amen. Look forward to you all joining me next year. All right. <laughs> God bless you, sir. Yes. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, folks. That music means that we're going to go to our first break. Uh, so don't change the station. We will be right back. I'm Debbie Giorgiani. And I'm Adam Bly. We're the hosts of The Spirit World every Saturday morning on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Join us as we help answer your questions on angels, demons, and how the physical and spiritual worlds interact. That's The Spirit World from the Station of the Cross studios every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is a Messy Family Minute with Mike and Alicia Hernan. When it comes to screens and our kids, there are two common pitfalls we as parents can fall into. We often give our children technology before they're ready for it because it's convenient. You know, give the baby a phone to play with, turn on a movie. It's easy, right? But convenience should not be the primary motivation for giving children and teens a screen. On the other hand, 
It can be tempting to ban all technology in the home, especially smartphones. It's one less headache to deal with, right? But the problem is, it's our job to prepare our children for life. Someday they will need to learn to navigate the web or use a smartphone, and it's our job to teach them that. So when a child is small, ban technology from them. They need time to grow. But as they become older, you have to start building Christian maturity in them. And that means giving them freedom while teaching them how to use tech wisely so they can build virtue. To download our free and updated resource on screens and kids, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. Hi, it's your conscience here again. You know you want it. I'm talking, of course, about the 2023 Mercedes-Benz CLA 250C, and on Friday, February 24th, it could be all yours if your name is drawn. Just go to grnonline.com or call 888-784-3476. Tickets are $25 each or 5 for 100 So what are you waiting for? And welcome back, folks, to In His Vineyard, your live and local program for the Guadalupe Radio Network's South and Central Texas listening area. I'm your host for the program, Sean Rice. I'm also your general manager for the GRN South and Central Texas, uh, you know, station. So we just got a chance to to speak and visit with, uh, you know, Guadalupe Radio Network Vice President Richard Reyna, uh, who is currently in the middle of his, um, you know, Our Lady of Guadalupe pilgrimage walk. Uh, again, folks, just to, to, to keep in mind, uh, this pilgrimage walk uh, takes place and it alternates every year. Uh, so last year it was, um, you know, the Our Lady of Guadalupe shrine there on El Paso Street. Uh, last year, you know, we... We, we journeyed to, and like uh, you know, Richard was saying, this year it's downhill, but last year was uphill uh, going toward Helotus. This year they started at Our Lady of Guadalupe in Helotus, and we'll be wrapping up uh, there at Our Lady of Guadalupe Shrine uh, on El Paso Street. Uh, pilgrims, uh, you know, again, uh, should be expected, uh, you know, back around, you know, 3 to 5 p.m. Uh, they're going to have a, you know, light meal for the pilgrims, uh, you know, walking. And Holy Mass will be celebrated with His Excellency Archbishop Gustavo. So uh, what a wonderful time. As you heard Richard talk about, if you'd like to get out of, you know, get, you know, to, to participate and you didn't get a chance to, you know, to start in the beginning, you can still join in, you know, jo- join in on this uh, very on this awesome devotional uh, walk uh, in honor of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Um, and again, it's just a wonderful time to, it's a prayerful time. It's a wonderful time to be out there amongst other, uh, you know, faithful Catholics. And it's a, a great time to really, you know, dedicate uh, to our, our Lady of Guadalupe. Uh, you know, what were your thoughts on that conversation, Dan? It was so great to hear from him. And, you know, as I mentioned, I, I saw a bunch of the pilgrims as I was making my way down here to the station and they were crossing through Helotus. And yeah. I can just imagine as they're going down Bandera Road, it gets, you know, a lot of traffic, yeah. a lot of chaos. And then to have that public witness, I think that is so exciting. Just praying the rosary, being together um, and and living out our faith. You know, sometimes we're called to do those those outward expressions of faith. Uh, and uh, and I feel uh, very grateful that he is praying for all of us that are listening yeah. uh, and all of those folks that are on that journey as well. It's uh, it's a very special time, and uh, and I do commit, and Richard, if you're still listening out there, I will join you next year, and that's a lot for a guy like me. <laughs> you know, you'll have to excuse me. Uh, I got a little scratch in my throat here, but... You know, I had a chance to to be able to participate, as I mentioned, you know, last year, and it was such an experience. It really was, man. You know, I, I got to tell you, to be surrounded by so many people uh, who are just committed. Uh, for me, um, my 
I mean, it was a time where probably the last three miles, I mean, it, it really was, um, you know, it was mortifying, you know, it was yeah. mortification for sure. But I kept looking out ahead, kept my eyes focused. I would, you know, kind of picture Our Lady Guadalupe there kind of just encourage me to to come on and come on. And I'm sure a lot of pilgrims on that walk are, are, are feeling the same way. Um, and we'll talk more about Our Lady Guadalupe in here just a little bit. But I want to get to something else that took place over this weekend. And our, our st- we're still going to be, uh, you know, listeners tuning in, uh, have the chance to, to, to get to, you know, be part of. Uh, and that's your retreat to Bethlehem uh, Advent event taking place at Sanctus Ranch, you know, so kind of tell us about that. Uh, and can you tell us, you know, what it was like to finally, you know, come to fruition what you've been planning for some months now, Dan? Oh, it was very exciting. And, uh, you know, for everyone that's listening, if you, uh, if you're interested in knowing more, you can go to to Bethlehem.org. Uh, this was something that the, the Lord kind of has placed on my heart for a while. We have this great venue. We do retreats all year, but it slows down a little bit right there, uh, in December. And I feel like so often, as you mentioned earlier, we kind of blow right past Advent. We're right into the secular Christmas. And as Catholics, I think it's really important for us to take a time to pause a moment with our family and really prepare our hearts uh, for the coming of the Savior. So this year, the Retreat to Bethlehem experience, uh, we built all kinds of sets and we've got actors. And this was our opening uh, inaugural experience there on Saturday. There was lots of work. There were tractors still running, you know, an hour before the event. And all the chaos that you can imagine, uh, but it was a wonderful experience. We had uh, we had a couple hundred folks that came out on our opening night, which was wonderful. Um, we had the Atonement Academy Chamber Choir that was singing for us, and they were absolutely spectacular. Uh, great folks that were joining us uh, throughout the experience as volunteers. Uh, and then the feedback that we got from folks, John, was just, it was exceptional. And so we're very excited for that. And I know you and Ubi got out. It was great to see you guys there as well. You know, we had a, a wonderful time out there. Uh, Trish Lujan, you know, uh, yes. my, my regular co-host uh, for the program, uh, her and her family were out there. I got a chance to meet her her husband. Uh, you know, Donnie met the, uh, you know, her daughters I, I've met before, uh, met her son. Uh, and we re- we truly enjoyed ourselves, uh, you know, also. And I think uh, what really stood out to us, it really was not just what you find uh, in these, you know, pay to drive through, see lights type of thing, hear some Christmas, you know, secular Christmas music type of thing. But it really was a, an event that, that helped you, uh, prepare. All right. It truly is an Advent event where you're preparing your heart, uh, to encounter, you know, Christ at his nativity. And I'm not going to talk too much about it, uh, because I don't want to spoil it for everybody. I want everyone to, uh, to really experience this for themselves. I know that you're still taking registrations. What's that? Uh, where do, where do people go if they still want to attend? So if they'd still like to attend, you can go to to Bethlehem, to Bethlehem.org. Tickets are still available. We have the dates coming up of the 17th, the 22nd, and the 23rd. Um, you can join a few hundred friends each and every night that are coming out. Uh, and uh, so if you get your tickets, what was great is you come out and it is a walk that you go through the 11 stations that we have. Mm-hmm. And part of what we're doing is, you know, to remember back, what was it like for the Jewish people yeah. that were so longing for a Messiah? And you'll hear those stories coming from the actors. Yeah. Uh, and you'll be able to now take a look at how do we today prepare ourselves yeah. uh, so we don't rush right in? So it, it's a 
great experience. We are uh, very, very pleased uh, that we were able to bring this uh, to the table. And, uh, you know, from the feedback of the folks that came this uh, this past Saturday, it was just wonderful to hear how it impacted their families. The little kids that were, they thought they were in Bethlehem. It yeah. was so neat. <laughs> that sounds awesome. And again, folks, uh, if, you ha- if you would like to experience this, uh, there's three more dates available for this uh, inaugural year for Retreat to Bethlehem. You've got next weekend, which is the 17th. Uh, you've also got uh, the 22nd and the 23rd uh, to, to come out there uh, to experience this uh, yourself. Again, if you want to do something special, uh, you know, if you want to do something special that's uh, very much uh, going to help you prepare uh, for that celebration, uh, you know, at Christmas, uh, then I would start with uh, this retreat to Bethlehem. And as Dan mentioned, go to to Bethlehem.org, and that is T-O Bethlehem.org. Uh, and I wanted to talk about something else, uh, you know, before we, you know, start really talking about, uh, you know, today's, uh, you know, feast day, but, you know, you've got other things planned uh, going on right now, uh, you know, at Sanctus Ranch. What else you got going on out there, Dan? Well, we, there's a lot of events, so we're wrapping up the Advent season here. And then just after that, we actually are going to have our very first fundraising dinner what? coming up. So we're excited for that. <laughs> you know, Sanctus Ranch is a retreat center that's, uh, you know, uh, promoted. It's, it's part of Spiritual Retreat Foundation. And I'm the executive director of that nonprofit. And so in Spiritual Retreat Foundation, our whole goal is uh, to provide world-class retreat facilities and programs that allow folks to retreat from the world mm-hmm. and get to know and 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 you know grow their relationship with Jesus Christ. So we have a fundraising dinner that's coming up. Uh it's our Epiphany fundraising dinner. It will also be at the Holy Trinity uh banquet hall. That'll be on January the 5th. Uh and we're excited. We actually have Mark Hauk that's going to be joining us. Now Mark does a show here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Uh for those that don't know Mark, um he's probably come up in in news reels recently yeah. and things like that as he's been persecuted for his faith. And so uh, uh, there's good information. If you're interested in knowing more about that dinner, you can go out to sanctusranch.com and there's information there uh, about that event. And at that event, we'll also be announcing all of the 2023 retreat schedules. Sweet. We've got our women's retreats and men's retreats and married couples events that are coming up uh, and lots of other opportunities as well as our Good Friday uh, and other programs that are coming up throughout the year. So uh, it's a great time. It's exciting to see what's happening moving forward and uh and we'd love to see a lot of folks out at that event uh as well as retreat to bethlehem and so that is uh the first ever uh you know benefit dinner for um you know for for sanctus ranch spiritual retreat foundation you know let me ask you something because uh now you know march 8th will be two years i've been in this uh, apostolate world right uh in in laboring in, in god's vineyard uh for for souls uh and you know i had an experience you know back on friday i was out at the you know at one of the uh local uh, ponds uh you know there in live oak uh fishing and I, I caught, well, I was doing more than just fishing. I was being a fisher of men too, right? Um, but for you, through your retreats, I mean, you're really, you know, participating in that, um, in, in that work for the Lord too, uh, by offering so much. But there's a cost with that, right? Uh, do you ever find that, you know, and I, I've, I've done this so many times myself where, uh, there's a, a, not a, well, I guess it really is like a, you know, people just don't think about it, right? I don't want to say like a lack of knowledge, but it really is. They just don't think about it because I didn't think about it for, you know, for so many years that these things cost money, right? They really do. And, it, you know, it's, it's 
kind of a challenge. You're in the midst of this ministry. You you feel God's calling to move forward and do some of these events. Mm-hmm. Or for my wife and I, it was to build a retreat center. You know, no idea how to do that. Um, but it does cost money. It takes support to do that. Um, you know, and some of us in these different ministries, uh, it's been challenging for the last few years. You know, our faith has been tested, yeah. uh, but the finances have been tested dramatically, especially for those that are running retreat centers, uh, you know, our churches and other things uh, through the the challenge of the pandemic and other things. It is really uh, it's created kind of a an additional strain yeah. to promoting the faith. And so, you know, this fundraising dinner, as well as the things that are done here uh, for Guadalupe Radio Network, you know, these are the ways that you as listeners out there, supporters of good and holy Catholic uh, events can come together and help those of us that have kind of dedicated our lives full time. We've left sure. what we used to do and yeah. we're doing this for the Lord now, uh, but it takes many hands. Yeah, to lighten sure. the load. Yeah, it sure does. Uh, that is one thing that, you know, we say around here, many, many hands do make light work. Uh, so we do pray that, you know, you have a successful, uh, you know, first ever, you know, benefit dinner. Uh, again, what date is that and where is that, Dan? It's going to be January 5th at Holy Trinity Banquet Hall. Uh, Mark Halk will be our special guest. And uh, you can find more information by going to sanctusranch.com slash epiphany. Uh, and you'll find out uh, all about that. This will be a free event, but uh, it is a fundraiser. Uh, so if you or you know folks would like to join us, we would absolutely love your support. Amen. Uh, and as uh, as you know, Dan was mentioning, Mark Hout can be heard. Uh, actually, he's the host of the Tuesday program, uh, A Life Lived Joyfully, uh, that you can hear at three o'clock, uh, you know, three to four o'clock uh, every day here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Um, you know, at three o'clock, we have the Divine Mercy Chaplet, and of course, he uh, we transition into his program where uh, he takes, uh, you know, he he takes a topic and he talks about how we can actually uh, live a, a more joyous life, you know, in building up our, our, our virtues and such. Uh, but with that, I want to transition uh, and talk uh, and take these, you know, these last, you know, 10, 15 minutes or so uh, to talk about what today is really all about, right? Uh, here we celebrate this wonderful feast day of uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe. Uh, and, you know, if, if you go to, to the Vatican, you know, uh, you know news.va, uh, there's a beautiful story uh, how on, you know, December 12th is the feast day of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Uh, this follows uh, on December 9th, you know, we had the feast day for uh, St. Juan Diego, but you know, a lot of times people, you know, really forget that Our Lady of Guadalupe is actually the patroness uh, of the Americas. So North America, South, I mean, patroness of the Americas. Uh, and so awesome, you know, that this story, uh, she happens to be our patroness too. Uh, so of course, in, in 1531, you know, she introduced herself uh, as mother of God and the mother of all humanity when she appeared on the hill of Tepeyac in Mexico uh, in 1531. Uh, an indigenous, uh, you know, peasant, uh, you know, now St. Juan Diego saw a glowing figure on the hill. After she had identified uh, herself to him, Our Lady asked that, um, you know, Juan uh, build her a shrine in that same spot in order for her to show and share her love and compassion with all those who believe. So afterwards, uh, you know, Juan Diego visited uh, Juan de Zumarraga, uh, who was Archbishop of what is now Mexico City, and uh, Bishop Zumarraga dismissed him in disbelief and asked that the future saint provide proof of his story and proof of the lady's identity. Uh, and of course, Juan Diego returned to the hill and encountered Our Lady again, and the Virgin told him to climb to the top of the hill, 
pick some flowers uh, to present to the archbishop. Now, of course, uh, for those of you who may be familiar even more so with, with the story and the history uh, of it, uh, these flowers, these roses, you know, this, this, you know, these were, this was a season where that just wasn't available in, in, in that area. So we're going to pick up in this kind of roundtable conversation. I'm going to have uh, Mario Perez, uh, you know, join us. He's a, uh, you know, behind the scenes guy, uh, you know, for us here at South Central Tech. Mario, how are you doing today, buddy? I don't talk. <laughs> I don't talk much, so I'm good. I'm good. You know, let me let me ask you something because growing up here in South uh, South Texas, uh, what was it like? Uh, you know, with the devotion to Our Lady of Guadalupe, what was that like for you? Uh, it's it's just it's natural. It's like it's in the water. I I, I guess you could say. Um, you know, just growing up, I grew up in a parish back home in, in Carrizo Springs, and that's our, that's the parish, Our Lady of Guadalupe, and that you know the story since you're a little kid. You, you, you're, it's ingrained in you, so to speak. Yeah. You know, uh, are there certain aspects of the the story that really stand out to you, Mario? Uh, like for me, you know, per se, uh, for me, I think it's just amazing how the Tilma is still around. I mean, you're talking about. I mean, we're we're almost at 500 years. 491 to be exact. Yeah, so you did the math. <laughs> yeah, I did the math. It's 491. Um, it, yeah, it's amazing how this it's it survived all these years. I think um, I, w- I want to say in the early 1900s they tried to do a replica mm-hmm. on the same material and it deteriorated within a couple of years. Right. So it just goes to prove, you know, that this miracle. Um, you have so many different. I mean, people have studied this up and down. Uh, all the different uh, images, uh, the, the the symbols that are on this tilma, it's it's just amazing. You know, you could you could look at it for days. You know, if I can, uh, I, I want to bring uh, Dan on real quick. So Dan, um, you know, for those of you do, you who uh, know Dan, uh, Dan actually is not native to, to South Texas, nor am I. Um, but you're actually from the northeast part of the country. Um, when were you first introduced to Our Lady of Guadalupe, Dan? Well, it's a great question. It actually makes me laugh a little bit because when we came down, we uh, we moved to Holotus and uh, we joined Our Lady of Guadalupe in Holotus. That was our parish. And I remember somebody initially asking me, do you know who Our Lady of Guadalupe is? And I had this moment where I'm like, of course I do. You know, uh, the, the, all of the Americas, that's a patron uh, saint of all of the Americas. But it's funny how, uh, you know, they wouldn't think that someone from the Northeast knew about Our Lady of Guadalupe. But I will tell you that I've learned a lot more about the story since. Um, and it really is inspiring. Matter of fact, even today, I was kind of going through a few uh, uh, of the different things as I was l- preparing to come down and join you guys. And one of the things that really stood out to me in the story is that Juan Diego, when he was requested to come and come back to Our Lady, you know, he got kind of tied up like the rest of us did because his uncle, who was very, very ill. Mm -hmm. um, And so he took care of his uncle, which is a great thing to do. And so he thought he would miss his experience. And he only left to go find the priest for his uncle, who he thought was dying. And then Our Lady found him too. So it was a great opportunity for those of us that are busy sometimes to recognize that Our Lady will come and find us as well. Amen. Uh, You know, Mario, uh, if I can bring you back. So you've done presentations, uh, you know, as as a minister to, to youth uh, and talking about our, our Lady of Guadalupe. Uh, some of the things that you, you would mention, could you share with us uh, you know, some of the highlights of you know, the, this, this miracle, uh, this devotion uh, you know, that you, you know, could, could you share some of that with us that you would usually talk about? Well, um, I, I, never, I didn't include this part in it, but what was really interesting to me, and this story came out a couple of years ago, and in fact, 
um, uh, the miracle hunter Michael O'Neill, who mm-hmm. has a show on Saturdays at noon. Uh, he he did a documentary came out last year, and this is the first time I saw this. Well, actually, I, I saw it a couple of years ago. There's actually music that was taken from the tilma. A really? mathematician he he studied it and studied the different shapes and graphs of it, and took out and they they I want to say they they took a they put it on paper and they put it on graph paper and it came up with some music. I'm going to cue it up here, just hear a little bit of it. So if you could hear that, this is what he came up with. Now, I'll stop it there, but, you know, they don't know for certain that that's, the, that's what Juan Diego heard, but... To get this piece of to get this piece of music, and you can go on YouTube and yeah. and, and 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 search for it and, and take a listen to the rest of it. But th- how they got this from it's I, I think it's amazing. Um, the just the different symbols that 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 they found on it. You know the stars that were it was the actual constellation right. that night. What was it like forty two or forty six or something? something like that right. ar- around there? And it's just it's just amazing. Um, they also said that. Uh, her eyes, they, they look into, I think it was her right eye, and you could actually see Juan Diego in her right eye along with the bishop, mm-hmm. and there's also an, another person in there that, who they couldn't identify. But, I mean, just it just, just goes back to it being a miracle. Right. You know, I, uh, in, in speaking to, to, to many people who have done pilgrimages uh, and who have led pilgrimages uh, to the Basilica there um, and have spoken on, spoken on uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe, uh, you know, some of the things that you hear how uh, the, you know, when when they when they she she presented herself uh, and uh, it appeared on on his tilma uh, the tilma alone in in seeing that uh, other you know the the you know the the Aztec people would recognize quite a bit of the symbolism within the image yes. itself uh, some of the imagery on on her on her gown. Uh, the imagery, her standing on the moon, being uh, the the rays of the sun behind her, right, just on and on. Uh, and you know, one thing that really stood out to me, uh, and you'll hear different numbers uh, depending on you know what source that you're, you're reading into. But we talked about this earlier before the program. Uh, but something that really stands out uh, is just you know the the evangelization uh, of of her appearing to to you know Saint Juan Diego. Uh, but again, this was at a time where uh, human sacrifice was was taking place. You know within the Aztec people, um, and just on and on. I mean, uh, and what are the numbers that you typically hear, Mario? I, I think it's about nine million that were converted okay. within a ten year uh, within the. T- Within a period, within a period okay. of time, yeah, I, I think I I can't remember the the stats uh, again. I I know on the miraclehunter dot com, he's got a timeline mm-hmm. on, on there. If you look at under Guadalupe, and he's got a t- and it says about yeah, it's about a ten year span. There was, but you know, going back to that image of the sun, because the Aztecs uh, worshipped uh, right. uh, was it the sun god, and if they if the sun didn't rise each day, I think that's when they would. Uh, make human sacrifices <sighs> but as for her for them when seeing it i think um it's it because she stands in front of it right meaning she's you know that her god is bigger than theirs right yeah so. well it's it's just amazing again uh 
I have just recently, uh, in fact, you know, personally, uh, have grown in my own de- devotion to Our Lady of Guadalupe. Uh, you know, my, my wife uh, has had a devotion to Our Lady of Guadalupe, you know, being of uh, Mexican descent. Uh, and it really is, is just beautiful how uh, she's not just the lady of the, you know, uh, of the Mexican people, but she's the, she's the patroness of, of the Americas. Uh, and here at the Guadalupe Radio Network, she is our, our patroness. And, and of course, it's just amazing how um, how Mary always, no matter what title she's found under, is le- you know she's always leading uh, her children to to Jesus. You, yeah. you know, what are your thoughts on that? That's Dan? just amazing. You know, I was I was looking as well at the stats, and you know, they said it was the conversion of over three thousand people on average a day a for day. the first seven years. Yeah, that's incredible. Just to think, but that's what our 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 mother will do. She'll lead us to the to her son, uh, and I think still today, you know, as these pilgrims are making their way here mm-hmm. in San Antonio, and there are that public witness, Our Lady is still leading souls to her son and uh, it's it's just a tremendous thing for all of us to have as our patroness our lady of guadalupe you know, here in the Archdiocese of San Antonio, uh, we have the distinct pleasure of, uh, you know, having uh, there, uh, you know, there at the grotto, uh, in fact, uh, an area where you can, uh, you know, you can pray. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of a, a replica of Tepeyac Hill, uh, you know, over there at the grotto. And so I would encourage, uh, you know, everyone tuning in today, if you can get a chance to, to get over there uh, today, uh, offer up a prayer uh, to maybe someone you love, uh, offer up a prayer, uh, you know, for a soul, you know, for the souls in purgatory. Uh, but you know, make your own little pilgrimage, you know, over there to the grotto today. You know, uh, ascend up the steps uh, there. Uh, you'll see a, a statue of uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe. You'll see a statue of uh, Saint Juan Diego. Uh, again, just a, a beautiful devotion to to be part of. Uh, and maybe you know, I would encourage you to to actually read more about our story. Also, uh, again, uh, when you look at the the different. Uh, when you study, you know, some of the papers that have written that have been written in depth. I mean, the science behind it, you know, Mario, uh, is, is astounding, right? I mean, tell me about the tilma. I mean, uh, you could go on and on. I know we, we're really pressed for time now. But, yeah. But I mean, you could just go look look at it. And I, I know there are people have have gone to the Basilica and they, they get on that conveyor belt many times because mm-hmm. they just want to look at it. And you could just, just stare at it and just, just study it. But, you know, as as always, she leads us to God. Amen. And uh, we will end with that. So a big thank you to Richard and Dan and Mario for joining us today. And a thank you, dear listeners. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. So until next time, let's all continue to labor with love, joy, and zeal in our heart in his vineyard. God bless all of you. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. This episode of the National Catholic Geographic, we learn that once the human discovers Catholic radio on the GRN, it can't stop listening. It's drawn to the truth and knowledge of the Gospels and knows that without sending its monthly pledge to the GRN by logging on to grnonline.com and clicking on Donate, being equipped with this knowledge so it can give a reason for the hope that lies within, wouldn't be possible. The Guadalupe Radio Network would like to thank Danny Petrie and Hardtime Petrie and Company CPAs for their support of this year's Bishop John W. Yanta Memorial Hunt. Hardtime Petrie and Company serves San Antonio and the surrounding areas. For more information or to call and thank them, you can reach Danny at 210-496-2215. 
Thank you, Danny Petrie and Hartsheim Petrie and Company, for your support of KJMA on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Greetings to you. This is Bishop Gary Yannick of the Archdiocese of San Antonio. Please join me in praying for vocations. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. God, our Father, we thank you for calling men and women to serve in your Son's kingdom as priests, deacons, and consecrated persons. Send your Holy Spirit to help others to respond generously and courageously to your call. May our community of faith support vocations of sacrificial love in our youth and young adults. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Faith, hope, charity. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.